These are the readings appointed for November 26, 2023. Tis Christ the King Sunday, the last Sunday of ordinary time in year A. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, whose will it is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth, divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Beloved of God, as we come to the close of the church year, we are reminded of the coming reign of Christ our King. His kingdom is not of this world, but yet the scriptures teach us that one day all earthly authorities will submit to his just and loving rule. Our readings this week assure us that the Lord himself will shepherd his people gathering the lost and binding up the injured. He will judge between sheep and goats, welcoming the righteous into his kingdom while sending evildoers away. As we await the fullness of Christ's kingdom, let us live even now as his grateful subjects, loving God above all and neighbor as self. Let us care for the least among us serving the hungry, thirsty, stranger, naked, sick, and imprisoned. In doing so, we serve Christ himself and store up treasure in heaven. Our hope is not in the treasures we accumulate, either material or spiritual, but in the treasure given to us in our Lord Jesus Christ, who is our loving Savior as well as our King. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. And may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Our first reading comes from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. God promises to send a true shepherd for his sheep, gathering them from where they have been scattered and feeding them on good pasture. This is Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 11 through 20. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep. And I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the ravines, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. 
I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. As for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I judge between sheep and sheep, and between rams and male goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture, that you must tread down with your feet the rest of your pasture, and to drink of clear water, that you must muddy the rest of the water with your feet? And must my sheep eat what you have trodden with your feet, and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, I myself, will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm this week will be familiar to all those who regularly pray morning prayer. We pray it pretty much every morning. This is the Venite Exultemus. We hear the voice of Christ the Good Shepherd calling out to his sheep and inviting them to eternal rest. There's a call to worship and obedience, to kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God. We are his people and the sheep, and that he shepherds. This is Psalm 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. Forty years long as I grieved with this generation, and said, 
It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my wrath. In our New Testament reading for this week, we hear a portion of Paul's great resume of the faith found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Here he speaks of how Christ rose from the dead as first fruits, and all will be made alive in him. At the end he will destroy every ruler and hand the kingdom to the Father. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 through 28. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is expected to put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who puts all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel lesson for this week is interesting in that it is both a continuation of our sequence through Matthew 25 and very appropriate for this festal occasion. This is Jesus' parable of the sheep and the goats. The nations will be separated at the judgment as sheep from goats, sheep who serve the least are seen to inherit the kingdom, while the goats who did not depart to punishment. This is Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered the nations, all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? 
And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those who are on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me naked, and you did not close me sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. And they also will answer, saying, Lord, when do we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, the righteous into eternal life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Being a major festal week, I have two poems to share with us, two poems from great English uh, uh, poets that really need no introduction. The first is from The Temple by George Herbert, written in 1633. This is his poem, Thanksgiving. O King of Grief, a title strange yet true, to thee of all kings only due. O King of Wounds, how shall I grieve for thee who in all thy grief preventest me? Shall I weep blood? Why, thou hast wept such store that all the heavenly body was one door. Shall I be scourged, flouted, boxed, sold? Tis but to tell the tale is told. My God, my God, why dost thou part from me? Was such a grief as cannot be? Then shall I sing, skipping thy doleful story, and side with thy triumphant glory? Shall thy stokes be my stroking, thorns my flower, thy rod my posy, cross my bower? But how then shall I imitate thee, and copy thy fair though bloodied hand? Surely I will revenge me on thy love, and try who shall victorious prove. If thou dost give me wealth, I will restore all back unto thee by the poor. If thou dost give me honor, men shall see the honor doth belong to thee. I will not marry, or if she be mine, she and her children shall be thine. My bosom friend, if he blaspheme thy name, I will tear thence his love and fame. One half of me being gone, the rest I give unto some chapel, die or live. As for thy passion, but of that anon, when with the other I have done, for thy predestination I'll contrive that three years hence, if I survive, I'll build a spittle, amend common ways, and amend mine own without delays. Then I will use the works of thy creation as if I used them but for fashion. The world and I will quarrel, and the year shall not perceive that I am here. My music shall find thee, and every string shall have his attribute to sing, 
that all together may accord in thee and prove one God, one harmony. If thou shalt give me wit, it shall appear. If thou hast given it me, tis here. Nay, I will read thy book and never move till I have found therein thy love. Thy art of love, which I'll turn back on thee, O my dear Saviour, victory. Then for thy passion I will do for that. Alas, my God, I know not what. Our second poem is from John Donne. This is his hymn to God, my God, in my sickness. Since I am coming to that holy room where, with thy choir of saints forevermore, I shall be made thy music as I come. I tune the instrument here at the door, and what I must do then, think, here before. Whilst my physicians by their love are grown, cosmographers and I their map who lie flat on this bed, that by them may be shown that this is my southwest discovery, per fretum febris, by these straits to die. I joy that in these straits I see my west, for though their currents yield return to none, what shall my west hurt me, as west and east in all flat maps, and I am one, are one, so death doth touch the resurrection. Is the Pacific Sea my home? Or are the eastern riches? Is Jerusalem? And Yen, and Magellan, and Gibraltar, all straits, and none but straits, are ways to them. Whether where Jepheth dwelt, or Ham, or Shem. We think that Paradise and Calvary, Christ's cross and Adam's tree stood in one place. Look, Lord and find both atoms met in me. As the first atom's sweat surrounds my face, may the last atom's blood my soul embrace. So in his purple wrapped, receive me, Lord. By these his thorns, give me his other crown. And as to other souls I preached thy word, be this my text my sermon to mine own. Therefore, that he may raise, the Lord throws down. Let us pray. Eternal God, you exalted your Son, Jesus Christ, as King over all creation. As we await the fullness of his coming kingdom, Enable us to wait with hope and live even now as his faithful subjects. Gather us together from every tribe and nation to worship you in spirit and truth. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen.